0: And now, live from Level 5 Productions on the island of Milleronia, it's the Larry Miller Show! Good evening, Mr. and Mrs. America, and everyone who really misses the house they grew up in. Hi, folks, and welcome back to the Larry Miller Show. I'm Larry Miller, but in a way, aren't we all? And boy, oh boy, it's beautiful here today, and I'm on the mainland. We're recording. We're in the studio, Colonel Jeff and I, at Stately Miller Manor, and uh, that's because of something I'll tell you in about two minutes. But we're here, and it's been a beautiful day, beautiful day in Southern California, not too hot and i know that always sounds nutty to say to well a lot of you are in a place where it's not too cold but or too cold but it was really just lovely today and i i am I, i'm always happy i love doing the show here i really do and uh, it it makes me happy and starts with that good music the music makes me happy of course, that's the Struther Martin Orchestra and the Katherine Ross Dancers, featuring boy tenor Brad Simpson, asking the musical question, What is Beach Blanket Bingo, and do they play it at my local American Legion post? Well, good question, Brad, and I'll tell you what. First of all, neither Colonel Jeff nor I know what Beach Blanket Bingo is, I mean, uh, we have no guess, not even the smallest clue, no idea. And, well, for interest's sake, and because, well, I'm the host, and it's my show, I looked it up on the Internet, and uh, they had an explanation, a description of, well, not just the movie Beach Blanket Bingo, but what the game is. Now was it one of the uh, little things you had to click on there, and they said uh, it was a kids' game, which right off the bat, well, makes all of us happy. Just okay. Well, what is beach blanket bingo? And uh, I mean, I read what it is that you're on the beach and you hold a blanket. You put it first of all on the sand and tell all tell all the kids to get on the edge of it, one edge of it. Then you pick it up. And as it says there, uh, preferably adults. Okay. That's fine with me. And then you start waving it, uh, about the uh, height of the kids' heads and st- move away from them with the blanket while waving it. And you say, Oh, here, here we go. You say whatever you want. And then when you get far enough. You uh, then, whoa, you start waving it and go back again to the kids. Now, I don't know about you, but that that's close to the dumbest thing I've ever heard. I mean, I don't know what kind of a game is that. or. But it's interesting. I've always heard the name Beach Blanket Bingo. What is it? I don't know. And so that's the first part of your question, Brad, is what is Beach Blanket Bingo? I've just looked it up. I've just read about it. I've just studied it. And I still have no idea, and neither does Colonel Jeff. But your second part of the question, and do they play it at your local American Legion post? Yes. Yes, they do. And uh, how do I know that? None of your business. I I don't know, but I think it's the kind of thing they they play on maybe an adult level. To me, that always means one thing. Well, they open the bar in the American Legion, and everyone has nine beers. And then they play something, like Beach Blanket Bingo. But you know what? Good question. And by the way, I just want to let you know, as I was looking it up, for celebrating the movie Beach Blanket Bingo, well, they had a picture, a black and white shot of the cast. And the cast is... Uh, Annette Funicello and Frankie Avalon and uh, a few other folks who really, you know, well-known and big uh, celebrities or stars. And uh, I just wanted to let you know, and uh, I already let Colonel Jeff know, Annette Funicello is gorgeous in that picture. It's a black and white shot, and she's, God bless it, just a beautiful woman, a very talented woman, and she's wearing a two-piece bathing suit, not a bikini. But two-pieced and, uh, God bless it, a healthy kid, as my daddy would have said. So I just wanted to let you know that. So, Brad, good question. What is Beach Blanket Bingo, and do they play it at your local American Legion post? I don't know. And yes. And by PayPal. That's right, PayPal. Still one of the best companies. Boy, oh boy, we... We have some good sponsors here and PayPal is one of them. And you know what? If you really want to feel good, some you work with PayPal, you feel like you're saving the world and who knows, maybe you, maybe you are. And what you do is you go to PayPal there. And to get there, you know, you can get there a hundred different ways. You can get there on your computer or on your iPhone or any all sorts of ways, but don't do any of that. Let us take you there. What you do is you go to our website, Larry Miller Podcast. Dot com. Who's on the mountain? Tom Mix. Oh, I'm sorry. I should have had the fish. But, uh, you know what? That's... That's... Now, when a joke... When a joke like that still makes me laugh after saying it maybe a thousand times, it me either means it's a great joke or I'm an idiot, but... Uh, I Or both. But... Uh, you know what? Go to our website. We have a banner that has a on it that says PayPal. Click on our banner and we'll get you there. And uh, join PayPal. It means a lot to us. And if you really want to keep, well, supporting the show, and why wouldn't you? And you want to help us out a little with a couple of bucks, and why wouldn't you? Then you know what? Go to PayPal. They can help, and I'm I'm sure glad we're associated with them. And that brings me to my favorite part of the show—the joke of the week. It's a good one too, Colonel Jeff, and I like this one very much. Uh, Someone is that way. What calls up? There's an ad in the paper, but hey, they're hiring at the local circus when it comes through town. And he thinks to himself, you know what, I, I'm i talented. I'm a, I could do things like that. I could do all sorts of things at a circus. So he calls the number there, and a woman comes on the phone. He says, hi, uh, you with the circus, and uh, you're the one who hires people? She says, yes, I do. What's your name? He says, Harry. And she says, okay, Harry, what do you do? Tell me what makes you interesting. And could be a good part of the circus," she says. Uh, "Well, uh, I can shoot a three-pointer in basketball," and she starts to say, "Well, no, no, there's no," and he says, "No, no, wait, 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 but but I mean I can do it like five times in a row," and she says, "Well, that's nice to hear. That's good, but it's not really what we're looking for," and, and he says, uh, "No, wait, no, wait, I can hula hoop for like thirty seconds straight." and she says well, again that's interesting but it's not it's not really what we we have in mind he says i can hop on one leg while saying the alphabet backwards and there's now a silence there on the other end of the line for a few seconds and she just hangs up and he hears that, that click boy that's that is it and he oh, well and then he just he, And he whacks himself in the head and says, oh, crap, I forgot to tell her I'm a horse. (laughs) That's a pretty good one, isn't it? The colonel and I had a good laugh over that and a real laugh. I didn't see that coming at all. Neither did he. And I hope neither did you. Once again, if you like those jokes, anything I tell you here, keep them alive. That's a good one and uh, tell it to your family, your friends, loved ones. You just keeping a joke alive is good as like keeping good music alive. And uh both of those mean a lot to me. And that brings me to my second favorite part of the show, the poetry corner. That uh, that fellow's cough is not getting better, by the way I think he's uh, playing a little too much beach blanket bingo I mean, that, that may be his problem there uh, This is uh, a beautiful poem by the great Thomas Hardy And I read one of his last week This is a real wordsmith And I'm uh, oh, sure glad he was It's called Midnight on the Great Western By Thomas Hardy In the third-class seat sat the journeying boy, and the roof-lamp's oily flame played down on his listless form and face, berrapped past knowing to what he was going, berrapped past knowing to what he was going or whence he came. In the band of his hat the journeying boy had a ticket stuck and a string Around his neck bore the key of his box. That twinkled gleams of the lamp's sad beams like a living thing. What past can be yours, O journeying boy, towards a world unknown, who calmly, as if incurious quite, on all at stake can undertake this plunge alone? Knows your soul a sphere, O journeying boy, our rude realms far above, whence with spacious vision you mark and meet this region of sin that you find you in, but are not of? Isn't that lovely? Boy, this Thomas Hardy, to say the least, knew what he was doing, and I hope you agree. And uh, that brings me to my third favorite part of the show. The Magic Movie Moment. And uh, this is a terrific movie. And I hope you've liked it. I, I hope you've seen it 30 times like me. And it's the reason also I mentioned the great Struther Martin and Catherine Ross up in the introduction, because they're both in this movie. It's from 1969, Butch Cassidy and the Sundance Kid, directed by George Roy Hill, written by William Goldman. And those two fellows, by the way, right there, are some of the greatest we've ever had coming out of Hollywood. Starring Paul Newman, Robert Redford, Struther Martin, Catherine Ross... So many others, but boy, this is a good one. And what a tale of how these fellas are always trying to escape, and they're just trying to scrabble things together at the end of, well, being, well, crime guys. They're always looking to steal something, and they wind up, by the way, This is uh, always running from the posse led by this famous, unshakable bounty hunter. And they wind up on the edge of a cliff high above the rapids below, which are, by the way, far, far away. And Newman says they look back and they see, well, it's a mile or two away, but across the plains, that posse is coming. And they're not kidding around. And uh, Newman says... uh, Butch says to Sundance, okay, let's go, let's uh, jump. They look down over the, uh, well, off that cliff. That's that's a long way down into rapids. And uh, Sundance says, uh, well, so hold it. There's got to be another way out. We can, Let's just think for a second. Let's look over there, over there. And Newman says, what are you talking about? What are you doing here? There's, there's no other way out. This is it. And they go back and forth for a little bit. And finally Sundance says to him, I can't swim. And there's a pause there, and Butch looks at him and then just cracks up laughing. He laughs. He's, ah, but really, really a big laugh, and finally says to Sundance, you know, hell, the fall will probably kill you. And that's a great moment, number one. And then Sundance looks at him, and he looks at Sundance, and after a few moments of, of silence, Sundance starts to moan. Just oh, he's just getting himself psyched up to do this. And sure enough, then he he stands up off there, off their little break there, and he he runs and jumps right off the cliff. And Newman follows him, and the two of them ah. And that's why right. one of them says a four letter word, too, just kinda screams it out. And it's a great scene, folks. It's a terrific movie. Now, by the way, they don't get killed, they survive that giant fall. And they're taken down by, by that well, by the rapids, and they're taken down around rocks and they just and they they're back to going, you know, wow, why did you have to take us there? Oh shut up, you know, and then they're back. To who they are. And to that great story in a wonderful movie. I hope you liked it as much as, well, the Colonel and I both do. I've seen it many, many times. It's one of those, if you haven't seen it, see it. You won't be sorry you did. And, well, if you have seen it even a bunch of times, see it again. You also won't be sorry you did. And... You know what, I have some news myself, that uh, Sergeant Miller is back in town. That's right, our older boy, who's, uh, well, a sergeant in the Marines. And he finished his third deployment and came back just, well, one, two, three, four days ago into Seattle. And then flew down to San Diego and then took a bus up to Pendleton. Camp Pendleton, where he went through debriefing and a couple of, well, they always uh, give you some medical exams when you come back from something major like that, and, well, we're thrilled. He's back in town on the mainland, and uh, I just spoke to him today, and I told him that, uh, well, last Monday, two days ago, on Memorial Day... I did what I do every year and that I like telling you about. I go to a a cemetery, a national cemetery for soldiers. And not just soldiers, for Marines, airmen, and uh, sailors, and uh, women too, and, and folks in the military. And the main part of this cemetery for me is always that they have many folks many of the fellows who were killed in action and that i hope you know is what memorial day is all about veterans day is different on november 11th veterans day is for veterans for all those still serving and all those who have served in our armed forces and no matter what happened to them or how long they're serving still serving not serving but memorial day is worth taking a moment standing up for, putting your hand over your heart and saying thank you. And I do that at the cemetery and well I was going to wear, it was a hot day out here uh, and it, it, well I, I was going to wear my Yankee cap and then I just looked over and Sergeant Miller had his Patriots cap sitting right there, and he's a big fan of the New England Patriots and the Boston Red Sox and I said this is a this is what I should take and I did, and I wore that and took it off at each grave, looked at the name, and some of them are very old, some have been well for over a hundred years, and for all wars. And I told the sergeant this morning, I spoke to him in Camp Pendleton on the phone, which doesn't sound like much, but when you you can just call again. You can just call someone again. And I told him I wore his Patriots cap. And he was touched by that because that's a good place, as he knows, to go to. Both my boys do. And my wife does too. And I'm going to Well, as I told you, he's back in town. He's at Camp Pendleton, and he should be done with everything there about a week from today, from tonight. And I'm going to drive down to Camp Pendleton, and I told him I'd I'd put his Patriots hat on the back seat there. And he can sit in the front with me, and he said, you know what, that sounds like a neat thing to do. So you know what that means a lot. And our other son, Sculler Miller, which is what you are on the crew team, by the way, he finished his year at the university, and uh, that sophomore year, and he passed all his finals, and he had uh, a number of crew matches in regattas, And they go around the country. There was one in Nashville, and they won all four. He won all four. And that's really something. We're so proud of him, and he was happy as as he could be. And then the last regatta was in Gainesville, Georgia, and he just got back from it, and he set a new record. He was in a two-man crew, and they not only won they broke the record, and not just for their team. I mean, the record, and that's that's pretty great. He sounded terrific, and who knows, folks, I think both boys might be getting home on the same day. Yeah, You never know what these things are, of course, but I think they just might, and that'll be pretty good because, you see, coming home, it's very meaningful. I, it made me remember. It made me think of how I, I used to love coming home to where I grew up when I was going to college in Massachusetts. And I would come home for, well, all holidays, all breaks to our house. And my parents and sister on Long Island, my sister would come out from where she lived. And, uh, and sometimes I came down by bus to the Port Authority in Manhattan sometimes to LaGuardia Airport in Queens. But the point is, wherever it was, my mom and dad picked me up in their car, their Volvo. And, folks, those were the best rides we ever had together. And that is is the truth. I mean, the three of us just drove along with me in the back seat, and we'd yak and yak and laugh and remember. Getting home was great. And we'd set up for whatever the meal was. It, would, it could have been anything. could have been spring break. It could have been winter break. could have been Thanksgiving. But we'd sit up in our house together. And when it was time to go back to school, they'd drive me back to the airport or the bus station, and we'd have another great ride, just yakking and laughing. Those were the best times together. And you know what? We all knew it. My folks kept our house in good shape as long as they lived. And eventually my mom got cancer and died six months later. Then a year after that, a year and a half after that, my father was still living there alone and went to walk the dog one night and put the leash on him. And when he reached down, he had a heart attack and died. He died. And, well... I know, you know it, but yeah, that's the way it goes. My sister and her husband and kids took care of him till I got there. I don't know what the place looks like now. It's been a long time. I've been there 23 years or so. I keep planning to take the Long Island Railroad out there when I'm working in New York, but I haven't done it so far. One of these days. But it reminded me, folks, it was great For me to go home, to see my parents, and to sleep in my bed in the house I grew up in. And my sons, God bless them, will be home in another week or a week and a half. And they'll be in their beds in the house they grew up in. And that will be awfully nice. Sure, we'll get some Chinese food in my mouth. And my wife is a great cook, and she'll make some of the, her things that, oh, they just love like a chicken, oh, for crying out loud, k- cacciatore. Chicken ca- I should know this, shouldn't I? But she makes a great kitchen cacciatore, and the kids love it. And, well, that's the sort of thing that doesn't sound so fantastic, but it is. It is when I went home, and it is, When they come home. And I hope you have that too. Something in your life. You really want to get to. Get back to. And that you say to yourselves. One of these days. Let's all. Let's all make that happen folks. All the things we want to do. Where we say. One of these days. I know it. And you know it. Because we know the same things. Homer is Homer. Homer. And Pluto is a planet. So remember, folks, as always, if you walked out of bed today and had a job to go to and a home to come back to and someone there who cares about you, folks, the game's over and you've won. And when your kids are coming home, wow, that makes it extra special. Be well, and we'll see you here next time.